Hello. And welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I. The podcast where we go through the entire filmography of Tony Collette. I'm Sam. I'm Jake. And joining us today, we have two very special guests, Mr. Tim McHale. Hi. And Ms. Rachel Lander. Hello. Today, we are talking about Hostages, Only the Pilot, which aired on CBS in 2013, uh, directed by Jeffrey Nachmanoff and... Um, God, somebody else. I don't know. Jeffrey Nachmanoff directed it. He developed it along with somebody else whose name I'm whose name I didn't write down. And it's basically about um, Dylan McDermott taking Tony Collette and her family hostage, and then they like kind of become friends along the way. And if you want us to record the rest of the series, we're not going to, and it's because of COVID. Yeah, that's the only reason. Also, I heard that. I kind of liked the pilot. The pilot was it's a stupid show, but I, I I would watch the rest of it. Yeah, it I got canceled to, after. It got canceled after one season. What did you guys think about it? Just like fresh, like whatever. I one really take. liked it. I was like, okay, let's see what this is all about. I was like really gripped by it, like throughout like most of it. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I definitely could. I definitely would have wanted to see more of it. I might go check it out. I don't know. Yeah, the the one season cancellation makes sense to me. I thought it was I thought it was cheesy, but just enough that I would continue to watch. Mm. Mostly for Tony Collette though. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a guilty pleasure kind of show. I wanna see if Dylan McDermott um follows his American horror story trend of masturbating while crying on screen. I really wanted to see a scene with that. I think it's on CBS though, right? But so that's I don't all we can. That's all yeah. I can think about whenever I, like I see him. It, I feel like if Netflix got, got a hold of that, they would have found a way to make that happen yeah actually it was very cbs it was yeah it was very like dramatic music every time something dramatic's about to happen like when she's taking her high heels off and there's just like this dramatic sting happening and i'm like oh also is she not wearing character shoes in that scene i thought they were like like businesswoman heels but these are like they'll be character shoes and for the purposes of the podcast, sure. These are like the tan heels that every woman had to buy when she was in her high school musical or play even. Yeah. And one time while I was at rehearsal for Our Town, the lead told me that she liked my shirt and I got really nervous um, and said, I like your shoes. And then we both looked at her shoes and she was wearing character shoes. And then she just looked <laughs> back up at me and then walked away. <laughs> also, I think if Netflix got a hold of it, the cast would be more diverse than it was. Oh, yeah. There's the one black woman who only exists to tell Tony she's a great surgeon. Well, Billy Brown <laughs> yes. from How to Get Away with Murders in it. Yes. And this actually is funny because I feel like this show, it was this 2013 year, fall how to get away season. With oh, no, he's, he's, um, he's the one who... Um, he's, the, he's, like he's Viola Davis's uh, mistress. Oh, mm-hmm. Oh, him. He's one of the uh, guys with the guns. Yeah. Yes. yeah and okay. he only speaks in like idioms. In mm. the in his first scene with the girl in the car, he says something. Oh he's my like, God. He's like, you're a 10, <laughs> baby. And then later on, right, as he's right. like, as he's like hitting Tony Collette's husband, he's like, didn't you get the memo? Listen to what we say. You could yeah, tell he, it was written by a man. He, he, yeah, he used the line on a woman that if you actually used that on a woman, her eyes would roll out of her head. She yeah. rolled them so hard. She's also his coworker. <laughs> yeah. But I also think it's funny because I think this show was in 2013. And so if they had been picked up for a season two, he probably would never have done How to Get Away with Murder. 
which means he never would have had TV sex with Viola Davis. So <laughs> I'm glad it got canceled. <laughs> the show that, saved yeah. our lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, very similar how to get away with murder vibes in both of them. Yeah. A lot of like cheesy yeah. music, a lot of like. But how do you get away with murder? Actually, yeah, that's true. Oh my gosh. Well, we don't know. We just watched the first. Yeah, they're they're trying to let they're trying to convince her to get away with murder. Yeah. Oh yeah. I um I read the Wikipedia page for this, and the plot synopsis for the last episode reads: Tony Collette finally gets to perform the surgery on the president. So it looks like the whole first season is just her <laughs> delaying this surgery that she's supposed to perform on the president. That Dylan McDermott is trying to get her to kill the president during. Yeah. Oh my God, Which I did feel like, like, oh, sorry. I did feel no, like no, I was in an ethics ahead. class in high school where they're like, would you kill the president if you have your whole family taken hostage? And if you're like, I don't know, they're like, watch this whole series. <laughs> oh I know, but it's also like, I, they never address what it would do to her reputation. I know, right. yeah. Also, there's what, a lot of questions that were like yeah. answer. So, and Sam, since that. we only watched the pilot, you were mentioning, so you, she becomes friends with Dylan McDermott. Oh, that's just where I thought it was leading. I Well, not her specifically. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, so there's some Stockholm syndrome going on here? This is cool. No, not, not her specifically, but there are subplots. It's like, it's not just her that's being taken hostage. It's um, it just just for the, like, the listener, the, the Sam Posnack's mom who's listening to this. Um, and my mom. And, and my mom, Jake. Yeah. Um... It's her whole family is being taken hostage. They want her to kill the president. And the hostage takers keep on like becoming, like doing friendly things for people in the family. Like the one like hostage. Not killing taker. the dog. Like, yeah, instead of killing the like dog, the they roofie the dog. <laughs> Don't worry. We did, you, we did you a favor and just didn't murder oh, yeah. your dog. Oh, does someone want to explain the pregnancy test? Oh, yes. So I don't know what the character's name is, but Morgan. what is it? Morgan. So every character has to have a little drama, right? So Morgan's is that she and her asshole boyfriend maybe, maybe have a child. Yeah. You didn't think he was an asshole? You just no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say they had older sex. man. They had sex. man. They had sex. Unclear if the detective saw them having sex, like very unclear. And then she thinks she might be pregnant while they take the family hostage. So that was some tea as well. And Dylan McDermott hides the pregnancy test from Tony seeing it. So he's like an ally of teen moms. (laughs) So yeah, that's got to confuse the fuck out of that girl where she's like, this guy's holding me hostage, but oh, he's like kind of like keeping the secret from my mom. It's trauma bonding. Yeah, and the mom's Mm -hmm. like, why are you in the bathroom alone with my daughter? Fair question. And they don't address it. (laughs) I was about to say right before that scene, because these hostage takers are really trying to be like scary, but they give the family so much like alone time in the bathroom. (laughs) And like at dinner table. And at the dinner table. table. Well, they keep a respectful distance. I have a question about that. I have a question about that. Are they just let? Are they cooking meals for them? Where is this food being prepared? Like how was like? Oh, I thought it was the meal that uh, Tony Collette prepared. The pasta she was making. Or was oh, that in? Okay. Yeah. No, but remember the next morning they they yeah. like have oh, breakfast. Yeah. They have breakfast. <laughs> and they don't let them sleep in their beds either. They all have to sleep on four separate couches because they magically have four <laughs> couches in the same room. That's how rich. That's how you know you got fuck you money. Well, One she's the surgeon. Yeah, you're she's the like top the surgeon in the world. <laughs> 
who just lives in DC. Also, what makes it interesting is that the man holding them hostage is not only Dylan McDermott from American Horror Story, but also an FBI hostage negotiator. So everything they could possibly think of, he's like, we thought of it. Yeah, he has a very and distinct way of speaking. I really liked that first scene when he like, they like bust the guy who's taken a bank hostage or whatever. Oh, the police then, brutality of it all? Yeah. No, but he's not, he's not, he's an FBI, he's not a policeman. I still. I, I actually wrote in my notes, I wrote Dylan McDermott said ACAB. Because no, he, he tells the police, no, this is, I'm handling this. Yeah, but then he then shoots he the hostage taker in cold blood the minute he walks out of the bank. But he switched yeah. places with the hostage, so it was cool. It was a power move for sure. Oh yeah, that that's I agree. Energy. Yeah, but I agree. You can't I just shoot with, people. I agree that he's like, no, the police will fuck this up. They'll probably shoot everyone. For FBI sure. has because control. they would. Because they are. Yeah. So one of them hear... died. I don't know. <laughs> but he's like. Did anyone here no. watch Scandal? No. No. Okay, it's very similar to Scandal, but Scandal's better because it's Shonda Rhimes. Similar to How to Get Away with Murder. It's like, it's in DC, it's Kerry Washington, it's people shooting people, but it's, I don't know. I think it's just better. Probably because, I don't know why it's better. I think the writing of this was just very like, very it's CBS. It's it's like the dumbest. <laughs> yeah, that was CBS like that was like the worse than NBC and the, ABC. Yeah, yeah, that was like the era of like crime shows, kind mm. of. I feel like there were a hundred at that time. It's like yeah. the end, though. It's like the I think it was like the end of the actual good broadcast shows era, and then the mm-hmm. beginning of streaming was just starting in that year. Mm-hmm. So like the shows were declining in quality, but there was like no replacement yet. That makes sense. That is, that is such a pivotal year because, like, I remember, I remember in 2012 or maybe it was like early 2013 when House of Cards like first came on Netflix, yeah. and that was like the first. I don't know if that was like the first show that like was like it was Netflix produced. So that was like and a Orange weird... is a New Black as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. So it's like yeah. a weird time in TV history where like things were already streaming, but it was weird for it. But it was always produced by like a major cable network. So mm-hmm. I think there was like, it, I, you're right, Jake, how like that, de- there was that decline on like network television quality while like just, Most- yeah. Yeah, so. for sure. And now also, it's like super bad. <laughs> yeah, also USA was like hot in 2013. That's what I meant. Like USA making a million of the same shows just so they could have 24 hours of like, yeah. this what is very bad. USA? Is that like um, Psych? Yeah, Psych yeah, and Monk yes. were my favorite oh, shows. Reruns of the- SVU. Yeah. What's Suits. the show called? Um, um, Burn Notice? Is that what Burn, that is? Yeah. Burn yeah. Notice. All of those shows. Uh, and it's all just like, hey, oh, I, I, I think we've been, uh, yeah, I think we're going to go get Crime with like a quirky plot, like a quirky character. <laughs> like, like every may, third maybe scene. Maybe one quirky character. <laughs> every third scene takes place outside a motel. Yeah. yeah, and they're walking yes. and talking. A guy sitting on the hood of the car with his sunglasses on, but he doesn't really <laughs> need his sunglasses because it's like <laughs> Dylan McDermott had a sunglasses moment in uh, this episode. In the in the scene where he shoots the guy, he like turns around and walks away as like rock music is playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and mind you, it's a cloudy day. 
Like there's no need for <laughs> That's true. The whole episode was a cloudy day. I don't think I saw sun once. I actually, um, one more thing about the time period. I wanted to note that I actually think this is an important, an important Tony Collette moment for me personally, because I think it was the first time I like figured out who she was in real life, in my real life. Oh, because, because they always was, had those posters at the bus stop. Yes. Those posters, my freshman year of college, those posters oh. of the American flag. And weirdly, they're masks. They're like face mm-hmm. masks. So it's actually very topical for today. Um, but <laughs> I remember seeing those everywhere. And I didn't, I had never seen Sixth Sense or Loma Sunshine. I had seen clips of United States of Terror, oh. but I hadn't watched it yet. So this was my first like, oh, that's Tony Collette. So it's pretty big. Anyway, the end of that story. <laughs> yes, she did. She did rock the bangs. I'll tell you that. She had some good those, hairstyles. Oh, I love, I love Tony and bangs, honestly. <laughs> she finally she looks, looks like really her good in picture. I know. I don't know. You can't really. Bangs are hard. They are. But she really, yeah. That she was really like rocks them. She have rocks them and you, you still respect her. Like, you're like, this is a powerful woman because she has these bangs. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like top top surgeon in the country. Okay, but bangs. Oh my. Yeah, God. you're like I believe it now. <laughs> yeah. I just know that if I ever had bangs, they would be eternally greasy. <laughs> yeah, mine would be like frizzy and like oh, yeah. not like they would be like wave. I don't know. They wouldn't look good. I tried once in middle school to cut my own bangs because they were on trend, and my mom wouldn't let me get bangs, so I took scissors and I cut oh, them horrible, no. like horribly uneven. Oh, like I was sitting at my computer no. with like, like Fisker scissors, you know? <laughs> oh no. And I just cut them. <laughs> my mom was like, well, like took me to the hairstylist who was like, I am so sorry. And like tried to style them. And then it just, they looked, they were like side bangs too. It was just, that was not a good time. That was like 2013, 2012, maybe 2010, but yeah, I was, was going to say. People, like Tony Collette gave me false hope. Is what I'm trying to get. <laughs> I, well, I feel got, like. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, to make you feel better, uh, I had really, I still do have really bushy eyebrows. And when I was in middle school, like they were coming in like thick um, and I didn't have any facial hair. And uh, I just, uh, <laughs> I, I decided I was going to trim my eyebrows uh, and I ended up cutting my eyebrows off my face. Oh no. So I just no. had like, I tried to even it out. I fucked up one side. I was like, let me even out the other. So I just had like two side eyebrows. I looked great. Yeah, you have very you, thick eyebrows too. Did you draw them in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> I did draw them in. Do you I, style them now? <laughs> um, I pluck them. I don't, I prefer not to have a unibrow. Yeah. Oh, I, no, I meant like with like um, pencil or something. No, not a pencil. No, not a pencil. I, I don't I don't actually know what the tools are called. Me neither. Um, tweezers? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. The, that like the gel. I don't know. Oh. I, the pen you can, you're like, talking about. Right? Yes. That should be my look. As a, nobody would ever forget my sets on stage. Like that guy was funny. <laughs> pencils in his eyebrows. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Have you ever done drag eyebrows where you just soap, you soap them out? With a glue stick, and then you put soap on it. And no, but I, I, I a thousand percent should. And then you draw them like really vertically if yeah. you want. Or, wow. And sometimes they even like just shave like the whole thing except for the very mm-hmm. first part of it, and then they fill in. So part of it's real, but then it just like goes up. 
I should. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah, why not? Really we all should have done this in like March, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> try if we were going to try that, it should have been earlier. There's still time. Yeah, yeah we might get locked down again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like go through all my headshots and you with a sharpie and like draw <laughs> vertical eyebrows on them. That'd be great. Literally, the minute the infection rate in New York City goes above five percent, I'm doing that. Yeah. It's, it's three, life? right? It's three right now. The day before indoor dining opens. Woo! Yeah. I thought it was one. It's three. <laughs> it's up three percent from whatever it was at. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know. It's well, like it's, it's at one point. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's like um, I think it's like by the time this comes out, it's going to come out in like three weeks anyway. Uh, so we'll either be on lockdown again or not. But I think it's like um, it's a three percent increase from what it was before. Oh, so it's not three okay. percent positive test rate. Um, but yeah, because I think the it was death, like at the death rate is like completely. Down now. I'm making I'm pulling yeah. it out of my ass. I haven't read. Anything. I just got Cuomo's Twitter <laughs> up. It's um 1.35 percent of total is positive. Yeah. And hospitalizations are at 571 and two deaths yesterday. There was um, there was a That's list of like all the zip codes that are having spikes in COVID right now. Um, and it's and, and it's all the parts of Brooklyn that voted for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. It's it's like where I'm from in Brooklyn. It's like where do you live in Brooklyn? Well, it's not it, it's it's not in Marine Park, but it's in like Sheepshead Bay, which is like one town over from me. Oh, that's where you were born. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, okay. I have cousins from Sheepshead Bay, but oh, they're yeah. much older. The anyway, Brooklyn it doesn't matter. My cousin's actually from East Tennessee, so. Ooh, where's your cousin from, Tim? <laughs> uh, my one cousin. Big <laughs> uh, one. Big one. I have a cousin from California. That's pretty cool. Cool. That is pretty cool. <laughs> I only have okay, two brag. cousins, so. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't brag, but they're actually from a suburb outside of San Francisco. Wow. Uh, you know. Wow. 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 Marin. Uh, near there, yeah. East Bay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to relate to them. Anyway. Yeah. I have like hey, six area. aunts and uncles biologically. So I have like 15 cousins. How many cousins does Tony Collette have? Do I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you know she'd what? be close with her family. No? She seems like a family woman. We don't know a lot about her personal life. I actually, that's interesting <laughs> Which I prefer. I actually think, yeah, yeah I, I it gives us more that. of a, like a, an object, not objective, maybe objective view of her work. For instance, I think it last week, I just found out she has a different last name than I thought. <laughs> she's married, so she's a hyphen. Okay. Legal. I guess she has the bangs full time. I, I might have different opinions than if it's just for the show. Yeah. Well, yeah, her American accent is very strong. Again. Very good. Last week, she was Australian. Her natural Australian. Last week. What do you, Sam, what do you think about this? Like, do you feel like she has a fully different, like, persona as an American woman and then as an Australian woman and then as, like, a British woman? Like, she always, she kind of does, like, a full, she just, like, settles into that archetype and that's just, because, like, this woman is kind of like Tony. I mean, sorry, it's kind of like Tara, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I noticed that her, it was a bit easier to tell that she was putting on an accent in her first scene when she's doing all of that like medical jargon at the press conference. I think because she was saying so many weird words as opposed to, as opposed to things like I made dinner. The first line of the show is like, the endoclonic clump is being drooped yeah, yeah. by my clonidermis. <laughs> as soon as I heard that come out of, like, I've, like, I used to do extra work all the time um, for no reason at all. And I. For and, money. Yeah, but anyway. Um, He's I, like, I have too much. I don't even need it. I have so much money. That's why I live in a <laughs> one bedroom apartment in Inwood. Um, yeah, he just has a passion <laughs> for being an extra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. I have my SAG number tattooed on my. Anyway. I got your SAG. Uh, no, I, anyway, oh. that's a whole other. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just knew that, like, in that moment, that 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 particular line definitely was said like five different times. Like, like she definitely <laughs> got to that and was like, "The th- the fuck is it again?" Like, just. Yeah. I know. There's no way that came out smooth the first time. I I'm wonder- still. I'm still stuck on the idea of you using your SAG number as a Holocaust tattoo. Because <laughs> you, like, gestured to your arm. I mean, I am Jewish, but I think that would just be... Is thank God you're name? Jewish. Yeah, really? Thanks. With your last name? I know. My dad's a Mick. Um, yeah. And mom's a... <laughs> well, if your mom's like, Jewish, then you're really Jewish, right? Yeah, yeah what's your mom's last name? Uh, it's Hungarian. It's Hagadis. Was, uh, yeah, so I know. Hungarian Jew. We don't hear Hungarian, that a lot. Hungarian Polish too. Mm. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have my Holocaust number tattooed on. Thank you for coming out today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so brave. Something um, that. Speak- oh, go. oh. Oh, oh, so hard on Zoom. No, you go first. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, you go first. I was gonna say, speaking of coming out, I just wanted to say that I really thought that the daughter was gay at first. When her friend, oh, she yeah. like opens her lap, she's crying yeah. in her bed. Yeah. She opens her laptop too. and her friend's immediately on the laptop screen going, you have to tell them. And I was like, what? And then it turns <laughs> out she just had an annoying boyfriend at a pickup yeah. truck. Yeah. Which first of all, not how video chat works. Like I had mm. that thought. I was oh, like, you know, her- you know how back in the day in like Nickelodeon where they would like pick up the phone calls that already like, had it on the screen like yeah I feel like that was the yeah. era too of just unrealistic technology they were still <laughs> pretending that no one like knew how technology really worked her closed, her closed yeah. laptop starts ringing <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking bomb it's like these shaking are, these are these are details that nobody who actually likes this show would ever pick up that's true right I don't know. Except I like for us. I'm like, I'm like the way they answer that phone call. It's it's like like sometimes on Law and Order SVU, you'll see them answer a call and you can see like all the apps on the screen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you're like, that's not how. It was just not a lot of subtlety in this. Oh, speaking of, speaking of weird uh, like communication things, the 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 son who. Owes, yes. Who owes money <laughs> to like? To, yeah, like, we need to talk a about fucking that. cartel king. <laughs> And then, and then also, also like, like I've bought weed before. Like, there's no weed guys don't text you like I'm gonna fucking kill you, you piece of shit. Like, they're just like they also don't like give you all their weed to hold for some reason. 
Yeah. Also, I think but, buying weed is better than buying fake IDs. Like he was like, <laughs> he was like I, I told my dad we're getting fake IDs because it's better than the truth. Oh, like and also like no, I no, disagree. No, no, this was still the era where weed was like so taboo. Like yeah. it was on TV shows. It was based on like basic cable or like network TV shows. It was literally the same as like ecstasy or meth yes. and like because I remember I one of my favorite shows is Degrassi because <laughs> of course it's a classic but they always have a weird relationship with weed like to the very end they did they like acted like it was the same thing so like there was an episode where like one of the characters was like ran away from home and like stayed in this house with um these friendly people she met at like an outdoor garage sale mm-hmm. and they were growing weed plants in a side room and she and wow. there's haunting music played and she was like, what's going on here? And then at one point she came back and they were like running from the cops and like harvesting all the weed plants. And I'm just like, this is your, and it was like 2012 or something that this came out. I'm like, this is a bad message to send to kids. was on for that long? It was on from 2001 till 2016. Was Drake on the show until like, for how long? When did he Drake- He was only go? on it for like three years, I think. Oh, okay. No, he was on it for like a decade. Really? Or like eight eight years, yeah. Because yeah. he became oh, Drake literally like as soon as he left the show. He just oh, like stepped off okay. the show and into but then the rap like, world. I'm gonna make music about me getting my heart broken even though I'm- And I'm gonna that. creepily text Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, that's great. That's what the kids need. Going back to the weed thing though, I feel like you could be like kicked out of school for smoking weed. Like that was that era. Yeah, and now true. it's now it's like, oh cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. depending on where it's legal, I guess, it's different rules, but uh, yeah. I don't know. It's super weird that it's not legal in New York, but... I think that uh, the the kids were supposed to sell the guys weed. That makes no sense. But, but no, why? wait, because he, them, cause he didn't thing. find weed, he found money. Yeah, I didn't get that whole thing. He had weed and yeah. money in the. That kid, the... That, also, that kid is weed. <laughs> Can we discuss? No, I think. To be a weed dealer. Like, I remember my high school weed dealer. <laughs> he did not play on the lacrosse team, and his mom was not a surgeon who, like, that's exactly. not... <laughs> Like, you sell weed to high school kids as a high schooler if, like, you're at the end of your rope. I don't know if any of you were high school weed dealers. I don't want to put you down, but, like. Yeah, that's I also a... do like. I do like that he kept the phone in the textbook. Like, usually that's where you keep the weed. Yeah. Yeah. They'll right. never look here. <laughs> I just think it was kind of lazy to have, like, the daughter's pregnant and the son is selling weed. Like, can't, you, can't, yeah. you yeah. can't come up with something more interesting for both. Yeah. Very <laughs> suburban tropes. We've really the moved son- past that, I think, in this <laughs> Netflix era. The son is part of an underground drag scene. Yeah. <laughs> right, that the would be daughter- amazing. The daughter is selling used, like, it's like selling her urine or something. Oh my god. Or like selling, selling feet pics t- for money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, up the fucking fancy here, let's go. Selling her And the mom's like, what are you doing? And she's like taking a picture of her feet. Like The daughter has an OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. OnlyFans has been ruined by this By Bella Thorne. By Bella Thorne. Yeah. And now like a lot of, a lot of like celebrities have them now. Yeah. Lame. Loser. Like you already have fans. Like yeah. you don't need right. more. Yeah. <laughs> True, and you make fine. money off of them already. Yeah, you do. I think. Well, Sam, maybe we should make an OnlyFans. 
Um. <laughs> I love the hesitance. Yeah, you seem excited about this yeah, idea. Yeah. Right. It could be called Tonely Fans. Oh. Or Tony Fans. Tony Fans. Those are our fans. Those are that's our. I think like, you need to get in contact with um, uh, Colette's reps. And be like, I'll yeah. show. I'll show front hole, but I won't show back hole. That's. <laughs> I you're, a <laughs> you're a woman of class and dignity. Yeah. Oh my god. Has, has anyone who's also like, has anyone related to Tony contacted you and been like, you guys are huge no. fans? Oh, yeah. no, not yet. We um, don't, um, no. We DM'd her on Instagram and then she deleted her account like a week later. Oh. <laughs> That was the, you guys were the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, you're like, we run a whole podcast on you. Like, I wanted to ask her. I asked her if she remembered being in the movie How to Lose Friends and Alienate People. <laughs> and what she said. She did she deleted, oh, block. <laughs> she deleted her account. She watched the movie and then she was like, oh no, people can't find out about this. So she deleted her Instagram account. Yeah. Is she, she's not on Instagram anymore? No. This was during the time of the Australian fires. Yeah, that was like the last thing she posted about, I remember. Which, can we believe that was this year? No. No. That was, in, uh, that was this year? Are that you was in fucking 2009. kidding? 2009. Yeah. 2020 started with oh uh, a supposed World War III happening. And, right, then the, the, and then the fires. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Then, I don't know, the Oscars. And then COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, I, and COVID I, was like March early on. Yeah. I vividly remember January and February because they were just like normal. Yeah. <laughs> you remember the last open mic? You, I remember the last open mic I did. I remember I do. the last show I did. Sam, we were on the same show. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. It was a good show. It was a good show. Yeah. What yeah. show was it? Uh, we did a bringer at the comic strip hosted by Brett Singer. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And yeah. uh, we were both on it. It was fun. And uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, I think la the last one I did was at West Side, the last like in person open mic. Yeah. I really hope. Oh, oh, God. Go ahead. No, it's your turn. Oh. <laughs> I have speaker power. Um, yeah, no, I, I, the last one I did was at West Side. I really hope clubs actually like let us do comedy inside. That would be fun. I would like that when it gets cold, but I'm also really scared. Uh, the last in-person mic I went to before people started doing like outdoor mics um, was Colin Rankin's in Brooklyn off the top. It's the one where uh, you just get like prompts being displayed on a PowerPoint behind you and you have to riff on them. Oh, really? That's cool. Okay. Yeah, I've never done that one. Yeah. And then we did that one on Zoom a couple of times. Yes in like april it was on zoom oh, yeah, for a I did little a few bit zoom ones too. yeah yeah i did a few zoom open mics not that one though but oh, it, okay. i don't know it's yeah. it's not the same it wasn't yeah, the same. i posted one just to like keep the juices flowing and just like i wanted to stay in touch with like comedians but i was just i would i would do it and just be like every, every time i'd finish i'd be like god <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is not it. Yeah, I would not show it. up. Weird with the laughing. What is Definitely. That? The laughing is weird on Zoom. Yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody's ever in 
hysterics over a bit you just did over Zoom. Yeah. yeah. I remember once park mics started happening, I was like, oh, like, th- this is better. So mm-hmm. much. So much. Yeah. It's so funny. I don't know about you, uh, Rachel or Sam, but, like, I haven't, I wrote a bunch during the quarantine, and I have mm-hmm. not used a minute of anything that I wrote in the four months that I did i did zoom comedy i think that i actually there's like a couple jokes that i've written i mean i also personally i feel like any joke that i've written within the last four weeks um was no good so i'm really just kind of trying to work on old bits because i can't write anything new yeah yeah most of my set is new i think because I like had hit a breakthrough right before COVID, and then I was like, "Oh, but I mean, practicing on Zoom is weird." Yeah. So right bef- I just held on to them for like many yeah. months. Yeah. 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 Um, something that I want to point out about this show is that Dylan McDermott's yeah. daughter is named Sawyer, and he calls her <laughs> Soy Soy, and that made yes. me want to kill myself. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't even catch that. That's horrible. He that calls her soy soy like three times. <laughs> how did I? How did he I, does. I don't know how I missed that. I think yeah. I That's think it would atrocious. have been better. He just called her soy sauce. And it's oh, I laughed so hard when he called her soy soy. I like was I was hoping someone would bring that up. <laughs> soy <laughs> sauce would have been cute. Soy would have been fine, but soy soy. <laughs> disgusting. Sam, do you remember? Uh, 2013 when everybody would use the word soy in place of the word oh soy. Oh my god! <laughs> that was such a yeah, you went to That was such yeah. a marriage. I'm and soy tired. And sore was like Instead of saying sore. the word so, like, like, I'm so tired, I'm so hungry, people would just say soy. What the, um, was it spelled? S-O-Y? S-O-Y. Um, oh my Mary god. Was it, Mary Mount was... Just to, Sam, cutting and, edge, to, a cutting edge to, place. Yeah, just it was a dystopian universe on the Upper East Side that uh, it was two buildings where just it had its own language. I think it had its own currency, um, <laughs> and just like it just yeah, none of it made any sense. Yeah. So um, wait, so soy was exclusive to Marymount? Am I just hearing this? I think yeah. so. I've, I've never, never heard, heard of it outside of Marymount. Tatiana Lima. No, Stop. don't give her that much power. No. I'm Who's sorry, that? You don't, you, you She's know. this compulsive liar we went to college with. <laughs> she did you was banned from the dorm. Together? Did you guys yeah. we all did, three Yes, mm-hmm. we did not. Yeah, I was, I was. I graduated in 2015. Yeah, Tim and I became friends mere weeks after, after we, he graduated. We were never in class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We never. Yeah, met I was school, never. Any, no. I didn't talk to but anyone older because knew, I was like afraid. I was. A, I was a big deal. So everyone. <laughs> were you main everyone, stage? No, I did. Yeah, when I was a sophomore, and that was it. Well, everybody oh, yeah. got one shot. Maybe you told you told me that you were in a main stage, and then you were like, "This sucks," and just stopped auditioning. <laughs> uh, yeah. Basically, I did as much. I was taking four incredibly hard classes, and in a show that would rehearse every night until like ten. Yeah. Oh, was it an Ellen main stage? No. What was uh, it? it was three sisters. Oh, you were in that, the fabled yeah. Three Sisters. Wow. Yes. Um, and I was failing all of my classes. And I went, because I just, I would just go home, I would just get home and go to sleep. 
<laughs> I was just yeah. like, I don't have time to pay attention to any of anything. I just wouldn't prepare anything. I was never off book for any of my classes. I would just like, I would like almost like riff lines in like a scene. Mm. <laughs> my scene partner would just be like, what? No. Oh my like, God. No idea. Anyway, um, and I just like went to Ellen, who was my advisor at the time. And I was like, yeah, I'm drowning because I'm in the show and no one's helping me. And she was like, well, you just got to work harder. Anyway. Yep. That yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. In <laughs> in retrospect, everybody from Marymount who was like consistently cast in main stages did mm-hmm. seem to have like severe psychological damage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So no one in our class. Yeah, our mine and Jake's graduating class was like the unfavorite. The faculty the didn't like stepchild. us. I think that the year that like. Okay, so about halfway through our sophomore year, if you were uh, an acting major, you would have to do these things called juries, which is like you do a scene for the acting faculty and they decide whether or not you're good enough to stay in the BFA. Um, And you either get put on probation and have to like represent at the end of next semester or like you're fine. And I remember after our class did juries, somebody, one of the faculty members was like, yeah, like, we put an unprecedented amount of people on probation. Which is also because they let in, like, there was, like, 70 people in our freshman class. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they let me in. Either. Well, Sam, you're, a cla- you're an iconic comedic, comedic <laughs> actress. You are very talented. Literally every you're day. not necessarily cut out for American realism. <laughs> Which no one it should be so literally you're not every a tortured si- woman who needs to be validated solely by a man being attracted to you. I'm not the a. I'm not I suffering am is from because I literally look like this. I'm like the whitest bread of all time. So no, they're like, like, oh, you're straight. You'll do well here. Come to this school. Gen- genuinely, every day I would walk into my acting class at Marymount and be like, oh, like I shouldn't be an actor. <laughs> well, I think that you're really good, Sam. Well, I think that we I should talk so. about something else to do with this <laughs> show. Yes. Uh, but yes, we always like to engage our listeners with talk about our college. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what was your Which, college no, experience like, Rachel? Yeah. Yes, please. It was it soy great. Soy great. Well, I didn't go to an acting school. I I minored in art. But... Uh, all right. I didn't Wait, get any like visual art? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I minored in that. Oh, so fun. So what mediums minor. did you do? <laughs> I know. Uh, just drawing. <laughs> yeah. I did like sculpture and <gasps> I did a lot of photography oh. in high school. So that's hard. I did, yeah. I like, I don't know. I liked it. Um, but yeah, col- I don't know. College is weird. <laughs> it was fun, but. How many years out are you? Um, I'm. My, my birthday's tomorrow. I'm gonna be 25 tomorrow. So oh, yeah, congrats. happy birthday! Three years? Four? How many? How many years? Two years? Four, three years? Well, so then you would be <laughs> minus no, age. Three. I graduated in 2017. Yeah, three years. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So do we? So do we? Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. We're about to start. We just started our senior year of post grad. <laughs> oh, nice. I am so older than you guys. Wow. <laughs> wow. Two years. Oh my god. <laughs> I've lived a lot of life in those two years. <laughs> <laughs> being an extra on TV. Yeah. I was an extra for a few times. Mm-hmm. I was on Mrs. Maisel on the Emmy winning season. So Wow. What what extra of, were you? 
Um, I'm actually fairly visible. I walk across the screen at a party for like wow. five seconds. You can see me smoking and bopping around. Watching watching Marvelous <laughs> Mrs. Maisel is literally just a scavenger hunt for people we went to Marymount with. Literally. Or just anyone you know in New York City who's like white and like five foot nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's literally. Did it. No, it's. Wait, what's oh my God, you in? were. Yeah, I did the first season. He was um he was in the room with uh T Money Crozier. In the math in the class? Yeah, I was in the class with uh Tony Shalhoub. and then oh I had cool. this fun. I was clean shaven for that. Did you fly out to LA for it or was it? No, it filmed at Columbia. Here. It filmed at Columbia. Oh wow, cool. Yeah. They shoot the whole show, the like interiors they shoot at Steiner in uh in Brooklyn, which is yeah. like in oh. It's a shame that Tony Collette just wasn't in that for no reason at all. <laughs> Yeah, that's really what the show was missing. Well, it would be better. (laughs) Tony Shalhoub as a... Tony (laughs) Collette. Honestly, it was such a joy to watch Mrs. Maisel lose everything at the Emmys this year. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like like general feelings towards Miss Maisel have really collapsed. (laughs) I don't watch it. Please yeah. me. I no, mean, it's not that it's bad. Please it's just that it's... Make up things, please. I've don't heard... tell the actual truth. Like, tell the... Yeah. No, I've heard just, like, bad things. Like, I don't know. I've heard bad things about, like, the filming and stuff. I Don't quote no, me I... on that. I'm like, this is just going to be in a public podcast. But... <laughs> We're sending it straight to A.S. Sherman Paladin. <laughs> I can't speak. What were you going to say about it? Yeah, I forget who was telling you that, but um, someone who knew. I mean... The the pilot of Mrs. Maisel and the first season is probably one of the best pieces of television ever produced. But um, <laughs> for a show that is so, like, I guess, like, the personal is, like, for a show that is so political in terms of gender, the 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 fact that they will never acknowledge that race exists or existed in the 50s yeah is very funny to me it's weird because they're all like it's the 50s and women are oppressed um and tears and and tears a black man walking into the woman's restroom with no fear for his life right they have a quite a few black characters now and it's just like not yeah and it's like to a certain extent like the show is supposed to be escapist and sort of fantasy so it's like do I like and 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 it's also like do I do I want to have the writers be like black people we're going to torment you on this show like no but it's be a rough aspect of the show it's like it's cool they just torture black people the entire time that's like <laughs> yeah. that's like it could, that gets so much a- but but the writing's cool I, I laugh it's such a weird tone though you're right it's like because sexism and homophobia both exist in this universe, yes. but not racism. So it's just like, wow. yeah, true. Yeah, true. Even with the Apollo scene, it's not really there. Like yeah. she's kind of confused about it, and then but the audience they is also reference it. To be confi- yeah, yeah. But like she, even in that scene, the audience isn't the like, yeah, what the fuck? Like the audience should be like, yeah, what the fuck? But they kind of like push you to not understand what's happening. I think. I think it's like the first season is really good, but it didn't make enough creative changes going forward. And it's just kind of more of the same, but getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't find Tony Shalhoub believable as a Jew. 
<laughs> really? I actually did. I didn't. I thought he was Jewish, but I find him believable in uh, as being a dilf. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought a one of us was gonna, thought a math professor yeah believable. one of us was gonna say it yeah I was I was like ready to be like I find him hot when you said <laughs> that you were in a scene with Tony I had to restrain myself from <laughs> oh yeah yeah from, oh, I was in a scene with Rachel like, Brosnahan hot, right? and she's not Jewish either no she is not but she's not yeah she, and she not. very that much is, does not seem Jewish to me personally yeah, well I'm not Jewish so I can't say anything but the the creator being Jewish does I think give it points for me. I think it's I think it's like, all call me by your name. Yeah. I, Never mind. <laughs> if the creator of something is writing or producing something about their experience, even if they don't use actors that are that experience, sometimes I feel like that does give it a pass. Yeah. yeah, with Mrs. Mason, it's so funny because so much of it is informed by her being Jewish and her dad being Jewish. It's so much about being Jew. Yeah, and I'm gonna. This is my one beef with the storyline is I grew up in New York City, and there's one line where they say where they're gonna send her kids to school, and there are two schools that did not let in Jews to like after what Mrs. Mason. Oh my takes god! Oh, and I was like, wow, you need to fact check that one. Yeah. There were, yeah, I forget which schools. There were two single-sex schools, though. But yeah, no, but it, like... Anti-Semitism in literally one of the most Jewish places in the yeah. world. Yeah. So yeah. Like, they live on the Upper West Side and not the Upper East Side. That's just my That opinion. is... That's that fine. Is. That's believable, I think. I don't know. I'm from the Upper East Side. I'm an Upper East Side Jew, so I could definitely <laughs> comment oh, on all of this. <laughs> I just feel like I live on the Upper East Side. Is the Upper West Side Jewish? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just yeah, don't know about the Upper West Side. Are. I was just like, why don't they live on the Upper East Side? Because everyone's Jewish here. But yeah, they're Jewish, and but there's just too many. Because everywhere here is like, everything has like kosher food, and then you go anywhere else in the yeah. city, and it's like nothing. But yeah, I, I'm actually not sure about the migration patterns of Jews to the Upper West Side. It could be that they were first on the Upper East Side, because I know that um, Upper West Side. It tends to be more of like new money versus old money. My parents aren't old money, but that's like a different vibe. But I'm not oh, sure yeah. how I'm not sure how new the new money is in Upper West Side. I really don't can't speak to it. But that you might be right in if, that they moved after. But there's a lot true. of Jews on the Upper West Side. Oh my god! I wonder when like and then I'm from Westchester, and I'm just like wondering when the migrate the Great Migration. That's what the Great Migration is. It's not <laughs> on the way to the Catskills. They just stopped and went. Yeah, yeah and they're like, like let's. They're nice. like, it's let's too far. Here. Yeah, it's, it's too far. Let's stop. Oh, we have spaces and fields. Do we have anything else to talk about with regard to this show, <laughs> or should we, we move on to? Oh, wait, I wrote. I wrote some oh, things okay. down. <laughs> oh yeah, I said best Tony moment. Obvi, the end when she stares into the screen and says, "I don't give up that easily." Iconic. Okay. Best. <laughs> Best prop face masks, which someone already mentioned as being topical, but like they dramatically put on the face mask and then zoom into the eyes, which is Oh You mean like in the, the hostage face masks or like Yes, the, the, the hostage poster. face masks. Where like you see their faces and then they put on the mask anyway. Yeah. Oh, and then they take them off and the daughter like out loud says to her dad, We've seen their faces, that means they're gonna kill us, which is true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how is that? Is that a thing? Like, yeah. take off their Yeah, that makes sense. It actually reminded me of American Horror Story Murder House when 
Do you remember that when they get hostage, like Connie Britton yes. gets taken hostage? But I don't think Dylan McDermott was there at the time. It's kind yeah. of fun when you apply laws that you learn from other fictional TV shows to your fictional TV show. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> You're like, I know that when hostages take off masks, they're going to kill them from watching how to, how to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was your best prop, Tim? Um, I would say the best prop is the... <laughs> the thousands of dollars in cash that the <laughs> son just has for fake IDs. I think the funniest part about that <laughs> is the fact that if that child showed me a fake ID and I was like a store clerk, I'd be like, no. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah. not even based on the ID, but just looking at this like obvious child. Just, but yeah. I think Great that's movie. what happens when you're like, four, like I started drinking when I was 14 and like going, but like, People mm -hmm. would probably look at me and be like, you're 14. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Did you guys yeah. shoulder tap in high school? What's what that? Is no, that? what's that? Maybe it's just a phenomenon, like, like a language, a linguist, like a language thing. I grew up in Colorado and, like, they call it shoulder tapping when you, like, tap someone on the shoulder to buy you alcohol. Oh, really? Oh, no. I don't know if it's another word for it. In the I, I had a fake ID when I was from the age of 19 to 21. Um, which is almost, it was like, which is weird because like I went to college in the city, so I never really needed it, but it was like a good, like I had the nuclear option. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I got all my liquor from really the bodega across from Midnight Express. Oh my God, which one? For, oh my God, the 89th and 2nd bodega. 89th? It's, oh. it's closed now, but that's where uh, I got no, all but my I'm sure I went you live there. At, was that a 17? Because I wasn't, yeah, I'm sure I was, went there. It was by 1760. I was, yeah. That's where Melina... Yeah would buy me uh, four locos and I would go to, I would mm -hmm. crash parties that I wasn't invited to. Yeah. I feel like before I got a fake ID, New York City didn't give a shit. And then all of a sudden there was one year, which I've confirmed this with other people who grew up in New York City, like one year, all of a sudden, just every place started cracking down on it. <gasps> what year Did you ever started? go to Dahlia's? Did you go to Dahlia's? No, where's that? Oh, Dahlia's that sounds familiar, on, though. in the village. That sounds they, so familiar. They were this like trashy. I went to El Sombrero when I was four. Yeah, El Sombrero. Okay, I remember. <laughs> I was literally remember... fourteen, and they were like, "You can have whatever you want," and I was like, "Yeah," because they just didn't care. And I remember, I remember that my, one of my first like memories of like of college was going down there with just a bunch of people who I I haven't seen or thought of in ages. Right, of course. Um and police were like walking through the street, and I had this like moment like, "Oh my God, they're gonna come in here and see the world." Yeah. And I think a cop just came in, looked around, and went, okay, and then left. And I was like, oh, you can do anything here. Like, it was just a moment where I was like, oh, this isn't a real place. This yeah, not like, a real New place. New York City is, like, not actually, like... I don't know if we paid place. for those margaritas. <laughs> I think that we just, they just gave them to us, and then we just yeah. got trash. Yeah. I, uh, Dahlia's was a place on, like, 6th and Avenue. That sounds oh, so familiar. Half. I'm sure and I've been there. Let me look One time up. I was there, this girl like threw up salsa all over the table. Oh my god! Yes. And then I know when they got cracked. I went there for my twentieth birthday. I oh yeah, I know this place. And then they got cracked when they were raided. There were fifteen-year-olds there. I remember. Oh my god, oh, that was like that was like Amber god. in the in Murray Hill. Did you ever go there? That was another yeah. one that took card. Mm -hmm. And they would sit all the under like it was like four tier like four levels. <laughs> they would like sit all the underage kids on the same level. Yeah. Oh my God. Did, did there any was... of you ever go to like the meat packing district, like clubs? Like, yes. Like, no. the they called? <laughs> I've been to all these places. Yeah, there's yes. nothing stupider. Like, okay, 
Les Sue, was that one of them? Yeah, finale. Like, I went to finale. Was one, I think it was times. like One Oak. Oh, one. Yes, yeah, yeah, one yeah. I never went to One Oak. <laughs> my high school. My high school threw parties there. No. Like someone rented it out for our whole, and they they hired like this celebrity photographer who like takes pictures of naked girls pouring cranberry juice on them, and like we <laughs> we rented out One Oak, and like it was crazy, and like the party was like like from eight to 11. Oh my God. So it was like before it even opened. And then there are all these pictures of like this guy, like this guy like took pictures of like high schoolers and like posted it to his Twitter and like, and it was like Halloween themes. Everyone was just like naked and like in like really inappropriate outfits. And he was like, like covering a high school party. (laughs) And his kid's parents were like, they can't get into college if this is on the internet. When I went to La when they scanned my ID, they literally just put it in a wooden box with no, no electronic whatsoever. And they were like, dude, I showed, I showed, I <laughs> we went there because this girl was like dating, a, I, I, this girl was dating a promoter and she was like, yeah, I mean, it was a flex friend. and is actually disgusting. Oh, I just, so <laughs> disgusting. Disgusting. And I was like, it's fine. Like you can, and I was like, I don't have a fake. And the guy goes, it's fine. Just show him anything. And I showed yeah. the guy my Metro card and was like, yeah. go in. Wait, Sam, didn't <laughs> you get into Marymount once with a Dunkin' Donuts gift card? I would always, because at Marymount, you would just have to flash your ID to security. And just sometimes I just like, did. I just wouldn't be able to find it. So, and also like, I mean, it was a school of like 2000 people. So yeah. by the end, at the end you. of like my sophomore year, they'll recognize me. Yeah. Um, so I would just show them like a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. I would show them just like whatever I had on me, just like just through the motion of showing something. But I one time- you have to like scan your whole face and everything well also after that bomb threat i think they started having like actual like id and that stalker there was someone stalking freshmen yeah that was the same thing i think that was me no that was different (laughs) (laughs) things tim McHale shows up at 55th goes y'all ever seen tinderella (laughs) it was it was dylan mcdermott okay it wasn't (laughs) dylan mcdermott um i one time <laughs> Wait, I want to tell a story. I got into Black Rose on like Avenue A, which later I closed. I got into Black Rose using like a Korean woman's ID. Um, that <laughs> that Malina, and I'm not Korean. Uh, you, you are that, not. That Melina Mayer had used about ten minutes before, and then Brandon Sargent came out pass with backs, it in his pocket. Backs. Yeah, we did a pass back. And oh, I classic. had I had gotten too drunk at the pregame, so I was already blackout by the time we got to the bar. It was New Year's Eve. And oh I looked God. at this woman's ID, like, I was, like, 20. I looked at it, like, so intensely, repeating her name to myself and repeating her mm-hmm. birthday and repeating the Zodiac sign that went with that birthday and, like, her address in case they asked me. <laughs> if a bouncer would ask, what sign are you? No, well, that they happened have, on Freaks they and Geeks. They do shit like that. They do yeah. that at gay bars. They do that at yeah. gay bars. Yeah. Okay. So just <laughs> as a way of like... Um, That's how straight I am. Yeah. So <laughs> I go up to the bouncer and it's two bouncers. And one of them looks at it, chuckles, shows the other bouncer, and then looks at me and goes, all right, how old are you? And I, and I said, I don't know. Because I had forgotten <laughs> the woman's birthday on the card. And he looks at me seriously and goes, no, seriously, just tell me how old you are. And I said, I don't know. My friends are in there. 
And I think that he just like thought that I would be unsafe on the streets. So he just said, okay, go in. And as I walked in, he was like, you want your ID back? And I was like, yep, and took it and then just went right back to the back. You should have been like, no, you're, no, it's fine. <laughs> the oh only God. time my ID ever got denied was at McFadden's on the oh, no. street. Um, I went there was, in Chicago. I've, I've walked by there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, Halloween, this is before you were at, you guys were at Marymount. I was a sophomore at Marymount. It was Halloween and it was the day before Hurricane Sandy hit New York. <laughs> so everyone was drinking like the world was, a, like, because the world was literally <laughs> going to end in New York. Um, so I was already, I was already thoroughly drunk and I was like 19 and I was waiting with my friends to go inside and I'm already hammered and I show the guy my fake and again I'm I'm so drunk and the guy just looks at me and goes just by looking at this I know it's fake and I just go all right I'm leaving and I grab <laughs> it out of his hand and just run and like wow. this guy would have like into I, the eye I, of the hurricane no it, no no it's still calm and then I just like <laughs> stayed out all night partying and then I went, I got back into my dorm at like four in the morning and then got a train up to Westchester three hours late. Oh my God. Damn. All right, time to go. And yeah, I was out of the city for that. But yeah, I just remember being like, dude, just who cares? Let me like, why, yeah. let me into this bar. Yeah, <laughs> it's McFadden's. There's no dignity anyway. Like, God. Uh, Midtown Tim. on the east side. Ugh. Come on. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. Tim, what was your so best Sam, Tony moment? Oh, yes. Best Tony moment. Um, I liked the, I mean, I know it's towards the beginning of it, because uh, I, I was going to obviously her say her looking into the camera. It was a total badass moment. But, like, she very confidently gave that speech in the beginning at the press conference and, like, had that, like, quick line uh, mm. that was, like, I'll treat him like any of my other patients. Like, mm. he's like the most, that was like a cool moment. Um, yeah, it was just very confident. Like, yeah, I enjoyed it. Jake, yeah. what were your prop and best Tony moment awards? So my best prop is Jerry Bruckheimer. Um, <laughs> because... I was so shook when his name appeared immediately after she looked into the camera. I was like, of course. Executive producer. Now it all makes sense. Jerry Bruckheimer. Um, my best Tony moment, aside from obviously that moment, which like, to be fair, we don't know. None of us watched the second episode, correct? Correct. No. I'm like, so she just decided to risk her family's life for fun? <laughs> anyway, whatever. We'll yeah. see, I guess. Or someone will see. Uh, but my best Tony moment was when her husband, who actually, side note, straight thought, I did want to say, her husband is Hercules. That's funny. Her husband really? voices Hercules uh, in the, in the oh. movie Hercules. I recognize his voice. But anyway. Um, the Wait, and then Roger Bart does the singing, right? Yes. Roger Bart, Hercules. go the distance. Yeah, okay. I hope Roger Bart shows up in this that would also be also does the husband <clears throat> cheat on her is that was that a story yes. yes yeah but so the weird thing about that was like he was like oh you know i got lacrosse practice which i took as code for me cheating. too but then he actually did go to lacrosse practice and lacrosse so sticks are very phallic that i just totally i thought 
I thought he was going to be like tossing his balls in, into her net. Into a goal. Also, Jake, yeah. I keep calling you Brandon because there's the oh. name on your thing. So I'm yes, so I apologize. Sorry. That's my boyfriend's uh, name, and this okay, is his I'm so, Okay, yeah, I keep because I thought it was Jake, but the the name tags is Brandon, so I keep calling you Brandon. Totally. I'm so sorry. So you're gonna totally edit. Fine. You're gonna edit every. Might time have to edit that to the Jake. beginning. <laughs> so Jake, uh, what was your thought, on Jake? Yeah, exactly. Um, Clearly, we go way moment, back. We do. We do all the way back to the fifties and the Upper West Side. But um, <laughs> my best Tony moment was when he, her husband, like brings the kid home after he finds out about the fake IDs and the beer, quote unquote, and he like makes her confess to his mom, makes him confess to her to his mom, and then she literally does not give a fuck about the beer or this. She's like, okay, yeah, he's being cool. Yeah, didn't she, she say how probably, much beer? I don't even know. She was just kind of like staring, staring at them being like, okay. And he's yeah. like, I'm grounding him for two weeks. And she's like, and she just continues making the pasta. She's like, bitch, pasta. I got to operate on the president. I don't have time to deal with this shit. You discipline like, me. Like, it's beer. Slash, even if it's weed, it's fine. So that was my favorite Tony moment. What about you, Sam? Uh, my best prop was women voters because there's that scene where the president oh, yeah. is in the limo with, who I thought was like an aide, but then I think later on it turns out he's the vice president. Uh, <laughs> he's the, he's the uh, instigator of the whole. He's, he's what? the, he's the assailant. the vice president? Yeah, so he goes. I did not pick up on that at all. Oh, I didn't get that either. Yeah, he's yeah. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. That Louis makes Dreyfus. a lot of sense. So. <laughs> Uh, so he's talking about how the president made the right choice in hiring Tony, and he's like, women voters are going to love this lady doctor. Oh, yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Uh, and my best Not Tony, wrong, though. Not wrong. Lady doctor. Uh, nevertheless, Tony persisted. So. <laughs> women, women voters are going to love this lady Supreme Court justice. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, no. Uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Too um, so... <laughs> <laughs> um oh and my best tony moment was when she tries to cut off her finger with like nail scissors what yeah. i forgot I about that. that i didn't get that was that it's, like high that, drugs it's i that, think oh. no no what <laughs> <laughs> she substituted her finger with drugs no like because they just gave her the vial of drugs and then she cut off her finger oh no like, i don't fill it with drugs like I no she know. was trying to prevent herself from being able to operate i Oh, I thought that she was going to run out and be like, I cut off my finger. Now you have to take me to the hospital. And then, then she was going okay. to remember that scene in room where uh, Brie Larson is getting interviewed and that reporter like is like, mother, like daughter. And, and, and that's right. And that reporter is like, but why didn't you just force him to take you to the hospital to give birth? And she's like, what are you talking about? I think that that is what she was. I thought that that I was thought she was trying mm -hmm. to like handicap herself so she couldn't perform mm -hmm. the surgery. Like, that makes no, but literally, what was it? Like, what was she? What was the point of that? Did I think that I, I think that she was trying to handicap her. That makes yeah. the most sense because she yeah. was like, I don't want to do. If I can't use my hands, I can't operate on the president. Yeah, because by the end of the episode, it's established yeah. that her main strategy is stalling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's probably it. Yeah, I'm glad we discussed that because I thought that I just missed it completely. I was like, "Wait, you're such an idiot." I was like, "Why? Why can't you?" I think? looked. I looked away. Honestly, I was. Yeah, me too. I, was like, <laughs> I, like, I remember that it was. 
I remember that it was CBS though, right before. So I was like, yeah. okay, it's fine. I was like, maybe she cuts uh, off her I finger and the camera doesn't show it. I thought that she was going to do it. I um, want to see Tony act like she's cutting her finger off. I want to mm. see her acting of that moment. Yeah, we want to see know? the range. I want to yeah. see her going, oh, my finger, no. Very good Australian accent. <laughs> my finger, ah. I know, it hurts so When much. Nicole Kidman oh. is like, in either in pain or like really emotive, uh, in, no matter what her role is, she goes into Australia. Yeah, she sometimes in Big Little Lies like goes back. Oh, fully. Not she sometimes, like nice. a lot. You're like, <laughs> stop it, nice. And then you're like, and then she'll be like, Yeah. Amazing. Um, what were everybody's custom awards? Um, mine is the. Um, I kind of talked about this earlier, but I just feel like it's the award for most post 9-11 pre-Trump style of TV award goes <laughs> to this show. No subtlety, no nuance, all sarcast, shooting, presidents, all sarcast. fake presidents, uh, hostages, weed, pregnancy, white people. That's the award. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, my custom award was worst nickname goes to Soy Soy. <laughs> sounds like it's, it sounds like this girl was nicknamed. It sounds like this girl nicknamed herself. Like it's the nickname that a five-year-old a child. <laughs> comes up with when like they just found out about nicknames. So my yeah. drag name is now Soy Soy McDermott. <laughs> or it's like it's like when a child gets to name their dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like oh yeah. When they're like three, and they're like, "What do you want to name it?" And they're like, "Soy so like just something stupid." And then they turn fifteen, and they're like, "What?" It's just I some was a random. Kid, I always told my parents I was gonna name my my first child Mucus. <laughs> uh, have you changed how do you your mind today? Are you still? Are you I have changed my mind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to no, name I don't your wanna, kids now? I don't want a boy. I don't want a boy anymore. You're gonna so name I'm it Clem. That was if I had a boy, so I'm not gonna have a boy, so it's not gonna be named Mucus. <laughs> You're gonna make sure. Flemma is a girl's well, name. Mucus is a boy's <laughs> name. Flemma, if it's a girl. <laughs> Flamina. <laughs> Anyone else custom good. award? That sounds good. Yeah, I mentioned the bangs already, but uh, yeah, best hairstyle. Uh, oh. oh no, sorry. Best hairstyle, Tony in a ponytail with bangs. Like yes. much more than hair down, ponytail was really. And the Tony goes to. And the pony goes to. Tony the pony. The other thing, which, Tim, you can uh, do your awards after this, is the guy who shows up to their house, who she recognizes from their office, had a good costume. Like, oh. Yeah. Look at once. And very, anyway, Tim, you can yeah, do your awards now. Um, I have one simple one. Uh, I have the... Uh, Award is uh, basically a move over Rob Lowe award, and I, what I mean is mm. Dylan McDermott is 52 at the time of this <laughs> filming. I did what? The wow! What the fuck? Wow! He looks better than me. He does. Um, no, no, yeah, no, not better than he's you. Hot. He looks better than <laughs> and anyone. He looks he's hot. It's better than Rob Lowe. Yeah, he looks. He good. does. So that Rob Lowe has a weird mouth. Hmm. Yeah, Dylan's hotter. I would say. Absolutely. 
Speaking of Dylan McDermott, I, I wonder if Tony's ever been reached out to by Ryan Murphy. Um, because I feel like she would have been, but I feel like she would have said no. What would, what would she do for Ryan Murphy? Like I could anything. Assume. She can what, be very any, campy. Does he own? Does what shows does he have right now? Out in a pose. Oh my God, Pose. Oh, um, she did scream. She did Scream Queens. No. He did. Oh. Hollywood. Um, oh, the politician. He did. Politician. She would be oh. great in that. She's yeah, worked she with would. Gwyneth before. Hmm. That's true. Twice. Uh, yeah, twice. But I feel like she's like, nah, I don't want to wake with you. <laughs> I'm having a baby. Oh my God. I love it. He also just recycles so many actors for most That's of the time. Yeah, but I just feel like she kind of fits the mold of, yeah. mm-hmm. of I agree. this archetype. Maybe we'll be, in another year, we'll be seeing yeah. something else. She can make very, like, extreme things believable. Which, yeah. by the way, I went onto her Wikipedia today because I was bored. And I looked up the things that, um, her projects that aren't out yet. And I'm so excited. She's in this, Same. she's going to be in this adaptation of a Karen Slaughter book where she's, like, a mother who, it turns out, um is also like a hitman or something. I don't know. It's like the the synopsis is like a teen girl gets caught in a mass shooting, but when her mom takes down the mass shooter with astonishing ease, she realizes that she didn't know her mother as well as she thought. It sounds literally just like Spy Kids. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Totally Spy Kids is another kids. iconic movie of our generation. Yeah. Oh, me too. I watched it during quarantine. Oh my God. I have to watch other, it. The other Spy Kids movies? I wish no, I fuck those. It was the original one. My dad. Mm-hmm. Floop is a madman. Floop, yeah, Floop. He's like in so many things. Alan Cumming. Yeah. We, Sam and I met him I, at a, a bar that he now owns in... Club Village. Coming? Does he own Club, Club Coming? Coming? He owns it. He bought it. It used to be a cool Club bar Coming's and now so he ruined it. Yeah, it, it used to Wait, be you, Eastern you don't like Club. You don't like Club Coming. He ruined my favorite dive bar. Oh, okay. What was it? What was and the I'm on the record. Here? I'm on the record multiple times saying that. On this podcast. I hope it gets back to him. It was called Eastern Block. It was like, it's just a skate dive bar, but it was, I don't know. He just like made it more expensive, made it like polished. Yeah, they had like $3 shots. They had like $3 oh, wow. shots. They had like what? porn on TVs. Of like, like mis- wow. $3 <laughs> shots of like mystery liquor called Jesus Juice. Oh my god, that's very though, just, like old East Village. It was that's so awesome. gross. Yeah, it was yeah, so fun and gross awesome. and weird. Is the toolbox but still open on the Upper East Side? They closed. They closed <laughs> during oh, quarantine, really? but they're reopening at an undisclosed location that they're announcing soon. Oh my god, Ooh. my Mid, art- um, sources on the ground say it might be the same spot <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny sources on the ground uh my ra took me and my roommates to the toolbox in college lucas yeah i mean that was right next door to dtut where brandon worked oh right my god dtut was a spot coffee, oh, a coffee spot. shop by day far by night I went there every I single would, day for three years. Um, I was I was a Doc Watson's boy. I would stay oh. at, at Doc Watson's until like four in the morning. Fun like, fact okay, about Doc Watson's. Time to go to sleep. I was supposed to start working at Doc Watson's like three separate times, and it never happened. And the last time it was supposed to happen, 
uh, COVID happened. Oh my God. So, thank God, actually. Did you um, ever go to Tin Lizzie's? That was when I went to when I was like 17, when I was like very young. I think so. It was not, it, it just played, they played ratchet music and they also would give you shots of mystery liquor for very cheap. And they, what was they that? Didn't care. That was so sketchy. Wait, what, what was that bar that Girls at Marymount Ooh. kept getting like drugged at? And, oh my God. And I were like senior year, Jake. Anytime, Which, I don't know, any Russian. Was it Ziggy's? Bar. Yes, it was Ziggy's. Oh, yeah. It was, that was Ziggy's. That's the karaoke. Okay, bar. Ziggy's? No, no that's Iggy's. 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 No. Oh, I'm sorry. No, but Ziggy's used to be something else. Oh, before it used to be, it's always been a weird sports bar. Oh, it was Brother Jimmy's yeah. first. Oh, Bro-J- and then, oh, and then every place that opened up there closed. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. I know exactly so, that spot. The last That's like place the it was, was called, the it was, yes, it was called Stacks. The last place was. Oh damn! Stumbling I just went. I just was up there, there. At, my, at my parents, and I didn't. I didn't notice what it, what Ziggy's is now. It's well. It's such a weird neighborhood. The seventies is awful, but there's a the there's 80s a blockheads around there. Blockheads closed. Did? Did? Oh, that oh was also God. lit. <laughs> Oh my god, um, I would just murder well, bulldogs. That's yeah, people, that's drinks, people their drinks, not actual dogs. No, the best margarita was Selena Rosa on 89th and 2nd. Yes. And so they had a kitchen Rosa. fire last year before COVID, and they closed, okay. and they were going to reopen in April, and then they couldn't because of COVID. Oh my god. Um, Midnight um, Express, I mean, Midnight right Express. across the street from Midnight. Midnight oh Express god. has had the strongest vodka cranberries I've ever had. I'm oh my sorry, god! I can't believe I, I used to drink vodka yeah. cranberries. I know you they're disgusting. Midnight Express. Would you charge it to your meal plan? I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, my like, I went. I went to yeah. get lunch there with like my aunt one time, and she was like, "What's in the area?" I was like, "I don't know, Midnight Express." Um, <laughs> and I, I didn't ordered- even know they had alcohol. Gina they- used to get uh, sexually harassed by the servers there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it would be fun to go to go to a diner, um, like because you know how like diners will just have like a fully stacked bar. It would just be fun yeah. to just get trashed at a diner and just get it's all rowdy. Well, it's like, all liquor. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love egg creams. I'm the one who I order an uh, egg cream when I go to the diner. Ooh, I worked those. at DJ's Luncheonette, and did you making an what? egg cream is a really annoying job. Do. So yeah. sorry about it. Wait, Sam, finish your story. I completely cut you off. You went to Midnight Express with your aunt. Oh or- yeah, and like I ordered a vodka cranberry, um, and the waiter was like, "You look like you're 16," and I said, "I wish I was 16," and he said, "Me too." <laughs> wow. And I was like, That's "You wish horrible. you were 16?" Uh, or that guy's name was Crystalia. That I was 16. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris D'Elia famously uh, was a server at Midnight Express in 2016. <laughs> yeah. It's actually the Midnight Express job that did that to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the minute you get employed at Midnight Express, they just start turning you into a pedophile through brainwashing. Also, <laughs> side note, I started watching the documentary about that cult Nexium, um, The Vow Ooh. on HBO. And Natalie Walker already tweeted about this, but... Everything that happens in that documentary, I'm like, yeah, that's what it's like in a BFA acting program. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Does anybody have anything to plug? <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram. I do a lot of math jokes, but I feel like your audience wouldn't. <laughs> okay, so Sam sent me some of your math jokes, and I was so drunk, and I was like, oh my god, I have no idea what this means at all, but it just okay. seems cool. <laughs> I'm trying to break into the niche market of people who no, love math. Absolutely. So I, like, want some, I want it to be like some people don't get it. Like, I want it to be Exactly. Like, there is an audience for sure for that. <laughs> I have not understood math, and Sam can adjust this. We were in the same math class in college. I literally literally copied every single thing Sam did and that was we got the same grade because I was doing every single thing she did you're such a good friend yeah yeah she she was I don't know why you were in that basic math class with me like oh because my math score in the SATs was horrible thank god for me thank god (laughs) yeah I I really should have prepared better for the SAT because I walked into the SAT opened it I was like there's an essay (laughs) <laughs> and then i and then i the psat ever i did take the psat but i didn't know it was going to be the same thing <laughs> like <laughs> i just because i because i took an sat prep course um i i i got oh, bored I after one because yeah. i because here's the thing i got humiliated in my <laughs> sat prep course i had to read the word indict aloud and i said indict and the woman was like, haha, You're it's wrong. indict. And I and I never came back because I don't like to be told that I'm not good at stuff. So I was not prepared for the oh. SAT. Um, and then I and then I went to Marymount Manhattan College. The acting yeah. and writing. So Yeah. Oh no. Anyway, you can follow me on Instagram, R Lands, R L A N D Z for math content or any any content. I also run a show every week that Sam has been to at uh, now and then bar in Bushwick. So if you go to my profile, you can find it. Just yeah, now I'm going gonna, to put all the links to everybody's Twitter and stuff in the show notes and Instagram oh, yes. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Okay. I don't have any plugs. Neither um, do I. Register vote. <laughs> oh, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Will this come out? Are we going to have an episode come out on? Election day, Sam. I think so. Yeah, it's probably Is it gonna. The box trolls. <laughs> no, we're recording that the day before. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't. Who knows? <laughs> this was so fun. Thank <laughs> you guys for coming. Yeah. I just love talking shit. So definitely come back. I'm like gossiping. <laughs> this is my favorite. Yeah. Thank you guys. We have. Um. We we're back in session. We own our content now, on Zoom. True. So all the shit talking can go away forever. Yes. Yeah. When Sam deletes it. <laughs> I think it's just do a compilation of all the people you talk shit about. It's just not, it's just not actually, but that would be great. It's just gonna be every episode Jamie Bertolette's ever been on. <laughs> ah! Don't tell her. Or maybe she'd like that. Okay. Yeah. All I right. think I did um, tell her. Okay. Uh, I have to use the bathroom. Um, but I I guess that's the end of our podcast then. Bye. Bye, Bye, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. Thank you.